0: Up in the you're listening to Holly and Nira, the podcast
1: you you. I like the gossip I like the humor in it It puts you in a good mood uh, 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 94.5 Virgin
0: Radio Here are your hosts, Holly and Neera Hey,
2: thanks so much for checking out our podcast And do you want advice on how to rev up your relationship? Ew Okay, you're the one who's always trying to motivate me I know, but I don't want to hear about it, I'm not sure Okay, and it's done It happened. How did the four-day work week experiment go? We have an answer. I'm hoping it's good news.
3: But first, who do you want to move on first? You or them? Take a listen.
0: Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio.
3: Who do you want to move on first? You or them? After you break up with somebody, the relationship is over. Who do you want to move on first? You or them? Because my friend will call her Julia. Who, Julia? Julia and her man are done. They were together for a long time, like seven years. Mm. But they're over. It's done. He's moved out. She's redecorated. You know, she has now. She has a a, a better bedroom because he was really messy. Anyway, <laughs> Julia has moved on. Uh, he has moved on. He's moved out, and she has a guy. She feels ready to date because the classic situation she's been out of this relationship you know emotionally for like a year mm-hmm. and uh so she's ready it feels ready to date she has a guy on her radar works with him but she's like for some reason I just want my ex I want him to move on first mm-hmm. I want to hear he's got somebody and then I can go
2: get somebody yep I agree because she was done in the relationship first mm. she let go first she broke up with him right
3: yeah I mean it was like Quote mutual, but mm-hmm. she was definitely
2: mm-hmm. pushing for it for sure. Yep. It's, uh, it's that classic little bit of guilt feeling inside of her. Mm-hmm. I've been there. You want the other person to move on so you can move on guilt free. Exactly. And you hope they're no longer obsessed with you and wanting you. You're hoping that they have found love somewhere else. Because mm-hmm. deep down, you know, you know that maybe you hurt them in the process. For sure. And you're hoping that someone has taken that hurt away from them, and they can they can Just move distracted on. Distracted them, mm-hmm. so you can move on. Mm-hmm. I feel the
3: same way, Nira. Like guilt-free. Like I want you to move on, go find somebody, but not too soon. <laughs> That's the tricky part. Even if you not broke up too with soon. Them? Yeah. Still. Really. I don't want you to be like goodbye, goodbye, moving out, and then like the next day. Okay. Well,
2: let's be realistic. To status. <laughs> In a relationship, it's not going to happen the next day. We right. know this. It's not going to happen the next day. Mm. But let's say, for example, you were the one that got broken up with. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) Yes. Literally the story of my life. You got broken up with. Yes. And then if they moved on before you. Mm.
3: Okay, Can Can you handle that? No, because I'd be so screwed up. I'd be like, so
2: you broke up with me for them. Yeah, exactly. Is that what was going on? There's too many questions. Everybody thinks it's always so hard for the person that got broken up with. The person who got dumped. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's really hard to dump people, by the way. FYI. Oh, yeah. You've mentioned this before. We have no empathy for the dumper. No. The breaker-upper. No. No. Exactly. Look what you're calling me. I'm the dumper. I'm the breaker-upper. You are. It's a a lot of stress to break up with someone and how long you carry that stress and how long you carry that guilt. And then you can't just move on because every move you make gets overanalyzed that, oh, is that why you broke up with me? Or Mm -hmm. is that, that's why I constantly want that person to move on, find love, find happiness before I do. So then I can finally openly find love and happiness or just be happy. Okay, I've got it. This is how you stick it to your ex, everybody. You never move
3: on, and then they can't. <laughs> so you never move on if you ha been, if you've
2: been dumped in your face. If you've yes. been dumped, stay single forever. Yes, that that is the goal. Here. So yes. your ex lives with the guilt and is single too. Not everybody's like me. Not everybody has the guilt. Right, I'm a rare commodity.
0: Oh,
3: Boy, is that what
0: you said before you dumped <laughs> them? <laughs> I am rare. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin
2: did the four-day work week experiment go because the results are in i don't know if you remember me telling you about this in may i told you something big is happening the uk a whole bunch of companies have decided that they are going to switch to a four-day work week as an experiment and now they have shared their results of the four day work week experiment and they have confirmed the four day work week brings no loss of productivity. You know that- Companies, Wow, all the companies that were part of this four-day work week experiment said no loss of productivity. If anything, there was an increase in productivity because their employees were not burnt out on the days they were working. So those four days, the 32-hour work week, they were actually more invigorated to work because they had an extra day of rest in their lives. Wow. And they actually saw the same if not more, and their employees were so much happier those four days. I was
3: going to say, is there a mental health proof as well that the, yeah. the, the four-day work week yeah. makes you happier? Yeah. So do you think that, did it work like, okay, you guys can work four days this week and you can have the fifth
2: one off if you get all your work done or no matter what, you, you got that, it was, it was kind of like the way the experiment was conducted was, okay, this is, the, this is the work we're expected. This is the work you would do in a week. Okay. Here's your work. Mm. You're, you got 32 hours. Let's see what happens here. Okay. And they're like, yeah, it was done. Wow. It was done. And they were happier. And they, they showed an increase in, you know, when they do those, uh, you know, when they send us like things at work and they want us to fill out like a questionnaire? All those questionnaire stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, how are you feeling? Yeah, one, one is bad. Yeah. Great. Great, whatever. Yeah. You know, do you have good communication with your bosses and all that? Mm. You know, those kinds yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah, They said those were flying through the charts. Mm. Larger companies, retail companies, food companies, hospitality companies, ranging from a local fish shop even to like, uh, like long investment, everything from everything to anything. The test began in June. It was for three months and all of them are on board with this new policy of changing to a four day work week. In the United Kingdom, they're like, we're, we're down. Okay, well, to the people of Britain, thank you for not yeah. screwing this up for us. Yeah, like, That
3: was a lot of pressure for them. I remember we were like, don't screw this up. Yeah, yeah. Make this work because then we can
2: take this yes. and go to our boss and say, look. Yes, and also thank you for doing it in the first place. Thank yeah, you for sure. doing, well, yeah, sure. thanks for having like the being like, no, we got We got to move forward here. Something's just mm-hmm. not right. People are working too much. There's too much of a rat race. How do we fix this? How do we keep mental state at a at a high, not at a low? How
3: about people, though, that do, like, a job, like, how about, like, a little mom and pop shop? Like, how does that work for them? Like, they're just
2: closed one day a week, or they hire, like, do they alternate people? uh, They must alternate people then, right? Like, you know, for the full-time staff. Like, they're trying to say 32 hours a week should be considered full-time now, not 40.
3: And do you get to pick the day you don't work? I don't know, Mm because it was
2: just, like, a a random giant study in the UK. Well, I'm going to need all the, like, the facts in New York, because I think we can go to our bosses now and be like, look... Well... Don't you want us happier? Exactly. A new study uh, by the Canadian Occupational Safety Board, whatever Love that them. Is. Um, the Canadian Occupational Safety Board says the four-day work week is an inevitable part of our future. They say it is the best way for us to now achieve work-life balance and will keep employees more energized and more productive as a team. Amazing. Now, my question is, if we were to change to this four-day work week, would that mean school's only four days a week? Because technically, teachers are working. Yeah. So, what if teachers now say they want the four-day work week? Maybe they
3: could alternate, too, like someone uh, does... Because Whatever, that means one more day at home with your children. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a relaxing day off for us parents. Exactly. I'm just let. I'm giving you the facts. Yeah, I'm giving you if it's something we mm. really need to think about. Like honestly, I'd rather work.
0: <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin.
2: Are you ready to get goopy? You know I don't like going goop. <laughs> we have to listen to Gwyneth Paltrow, okay?
3: because Gwyneth Paltrow says we all just need to accept it you guys. We all just need to accept our loosening, low, sagging skin.
0: Oh, sorry guys. Oh, <laughs> low,
3: low, That's right. Low, <laughs> low, 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 low. Gwyneth Paltrow was turning 50 like I think this week. Okay. And she's like, "Listen, turning 50 has completely changed me. I I'm looking at my body differently. My body is now a map." She's like, "My my body is a map." It just it shows all the lines of all my days lived And my loosening skin is part of the map and loosening skin is a part of life and accept your loosening skin. And she posted herself in a bikini showing all her, quote, loosening skin on Instagram. She looked great. And how loose was she? Barely.
2: (laughs) Barely loose. Okay. I was like, that's Um, loose? A Gwyneth Paltrow
3: loose? Yeah, it's not a normal human loose. She Mm -hmm. looks amazing still. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But she's like, just accept it. She also says she's going to not use filters anymore, starting at 50. Really?
2: She's finally done. Okay. Listen, I I used to love Gwyneth Paltrow and then she came up with her website and at first yeah. I was into it. But then she kind of went a little too AWOL for me with the pricing and I'm like, who is this for? This is not for us regular people. Was it the vagina candle that got you? No, that got me for a different reason.
3: I couldn't believe it was sold out. <laughs> I, I was like, $40 sold out. <laughs> I think it was. Was it 40 That I thought
2: it was 400 Something. I just wanted to smell it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right? honest. There you go. This is Gwyneth Paltrow's vajayjay. Yes. <laughs> like I'm i don't curious. know. Regardless, I the, I was like, I'm not your customer. I'm not mm-hmm. your consumer. This stuff is way out of my range." But I can't believe I'm actually... uh, I've been saying this for how long? We need to accept the changes. I know. We need to stop defying gravity. No one has defied gravity. Are you standing right now? Yes. Yeah, gravity. Mm -hmm. Okay, like... there. That's what happens as you age. It's a natural cycle of life. We're all trying so hard to fight the cycle. I know. That we're not just letting ourselves at all age gracefully. And because we're trying so hard to fight the cycle, I'm not going to lie. Some people are, some are very close friends of mine and family of mine. And it's starting to look really messed up. Mm, their face? Yeah, because they're trying so hard to defy gravity. They're, it's a fight. You don't understand? When you're fighting it so hard, it's mm-hmm. a fight happening on your face. It's a boxing match. Right. Imagine it's not looking good. You're looking distressed, not relaxed. Okay, but J Lo fights it. J Lo is fighting aging
3: as okay. hard as any human no. being can. Yes, she is. Are you kidding? She me? She only drinks water.
2: She never has alcohol. She doesn't okay, have sugar. Those, th- I'm not. Those are natural ways. I'm talking. Of, of course, she's still wanna, fighting it though. A different way. That's she's also still her, fighting it. But her being healthy from the inside as well. She knows what she's got to do from the inside. Fine. You want to eat your spinach. You want. I get that. Mm-hmm. That is also being smart. She's also wanting to live a healthy life. What I'm talking about is the shortcuts. Mm. Okay? The shortcuts that involve. the shortcuts. Just those needles that keep poking your face. Mm-hmm. I'm talking. Oh, there's more. There's knives. There's lots of other
3: shortcuts.
2: <laughs> Aren't you only at the needle phase?
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: I'm talking to you. I'm
2: hoping to stay at the needle phase. Yes. I'm also hoping you'll stay at the needle phase. Right. Right? Because you got it's, it's going to happen. It's, it's what life is. Do you, what do you want to look like when you're dying? Do you want to look like yourself? Or do you want to look just like uh, something that you used to look like? Hmm. I want to look unrecognizably young. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm uh, really
3: afraid yeah. of yeah. your deathbed coffin. Yeah, it's not. I'm going to need a filter. <laughs> <laughs> Promise me you'll use a filter. I can't make when any you visit promises. me.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio.
2: What's pronounced about you? Yeah, yeah. What's pronounced about you? This is a conversation, all thanks to Adam Levine and the situation that's going on between him and his wife and all the scandal of all these women, inappropriate messages. You may have heard it last week. Try to tell you no, but my body keeps on telling you yes. But, to the gist of all of this horrible stuff him and his wife are going through with the kids. A man.
3: Um, imagine. A man in power. Right. Cheating.
2: <laughs> or whatever it was. Being inappropriate. Whatever. We don't know. We're not, like, the real true stuff quite yet. <laughs> but everybody has been talking more and more about Adam Levine's supermodel wife, betty Prince-Lou. and her jawline. Everybody. I don't know. Maybe it got forgotten a bit because she's kind of been in the low light for a bit since having kids. I well, love that's our focus. Yes. Everybody focus on her jawline. And all of a sudden, all these more and more people are now mm. looking at photos of his wife. It just happens. That's, you know, and then they went out for a stroll, so all these, holy smokes, like that is a pronounced jawline. Girls got a good jawline. Maybe we had forgotten. I don't know. I never noticed it. I knew she was a Victoria's Secret model.
3: Yeah. So I was jealous just from that. Yes. And then I saw her. I was like, woo. Then I saw her in a bathing suit. I was like, dang.
2: Yeah. Right. And then then the job. Yes, and the jaw, her jawline is like the big yeah. feature right now. Oh my gosh, mm. her jawline! And then, of course, articles get written. It's like, well, everyone has something that's pronounced about them, right? That they can really use as their feature, as their focus point. What's your jawline? What's your pronounced mm. feature? What's pronounced about you? Well, you're a Baheti. Yeah. I'm hitty, but you got that jawline, girl. <laughs> I got a pretty strong uh, jawline. Actually,
3: you have a strong face. Okay. You too, and this is a compliment. Everything about, even your hair right now, very strong. Mm. Very like statement hair. Okay, statement hair. Right? It's like short and like. And like, edgy. Mm, yeah, edgy. Uh-huh. And you've always had murdery, very intense eyes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Absolute compliment. Compliment. From you. Yes. I guarantee your kids, you don't even have to say stop. You just look at them and they're like, eh. Yes. Right? Yes. That's good. Murder eyes. Uh, Eyebrows.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Wow! Okay. I know they're like your eyebrows, your your, your face frame. Yes, the fa- yes, the frame to I your mean, face. Your eyebrows are okay. Good. Thank you. Yep. All right. So yep. I'm gonna go with from what you're saying, a pronounced head. Mm-hmm. A pronounced head. You <laughs> yeah. and it's huge. Like your head is huge. Yeah. You would do very well on
3: television and in movies because that's the key. If you ever see a movie star in real life, you're like, a they're super tiny. And B, they have a giant head. (laughs) I do have a pretty big noggin. Yeah, you should have been a movie star. The noggin is the big... Oh my god! Like I, she'll. I'll try her hat on. I'm like, what the hell? Like, it's huge. It's huge. I, I thought I had a normal head. Maybe my head is tiny. It's, I don't think my. I don't have a pronounced f- f- head. Okay, what, like you? Okay, so
2: you. This is uh, you've clearly announced all my pronounced things. <laughs> all compliments, by the way. What would you say then for yourself? Uh, what would be pronounced about you? I don't know. What is what you know? You feel that- based. Okay, based on my children. Yeah, it's my
3: booty. Your booty. Because I'll walk around and they're like, mama. I'm like, okay. like, And they'll shoot me with a Nerf gun. It's like, like it's, It hits it every time. I'm like, yeah. okay,
2: I guess it's a good target. And like, it's the perfect bounce back. I guess Of so. the Nerf bullets, I don't know yes. if that's a good thing. Yes. Actually, yes. You do have a pronounced butt. <laughs> I told you, I've been working. I want it bigger. Okay. No, I want a bigger butt. No, it's going. It's good. It's getting there? It's getting there. And that's a compliment, right? I don't know. Is this (laughs) this an HR thing that's happening right now? I'm feeling uncomfortable. I think if we were like, hey, producer, our Scott, our producer, (laughs) what's pronounced about us?
3: I think that would be an HR bit of an infringement. (laughs) I have no comment. Yeah. Good. Good. Good.
0: Smart.
2: That's good. Smart. Holly and
0: Neera. And now... um,
2: Big, big news. Yesterday's Super Bowl 2023, the headliner. Oh, so good. That's today's top biz story. Rihanna confirmed. Rihanna headlining the 2023 Super Bowl halftime show. Super Bowl 57, February 12th, Arizona. She has confirmed and she confirmed it with a photo of her holding the football. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows Rihanna's Mendy-covered, tattoo-covered hand. Mm-hmm. Hey, After five years away from the stage, confirmed yesterday that she will be the headlining performer. She hasn't had an album since 2016, but she has more than enough hits. I mean, I, there's an arsenal of stuff from her. Oh, my her. God.
3: We decided to pick through, like, 30 songs. We're like, let's play them all. Yeah, a bit much, but... It's it's
2: endless. And so many collaborations. So good. I mean, who would she invite? And Jay-Z is the producer of the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, he's got to come out. And he's done collaborations with her. I mean, come on. It would make sense to have Jay-Z. What about Drake? Yeah, Drake. What about Eminem? Mm. She's had so many collaborations in her history of work. Who would she want on stage with her? Kanye. The- yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she's had some good hits with them. Yeah, I don't know, and uh, it's, I mean, and it's even hard to pick your favorites. There are all these rumors about Taylor Swift being the headliner. She was apparently asked, but turned it down because she wants to finish re-recording her first six albums. Hmm. And then after she's done, then maybe perhaps she'll be ready. Because I guess then she can use it on stage as her own music. Would you be happy or annoyed if you were Rihanna and you heard that? I know. I was thinking the same thing. Right? You're like, you weren't the first choice or maybe you were. I don't know. I don't know what I mean. At the end of the day, she said yes. I don't think this is Rihanna's first time being asked either. I think she has been approached before. It's an interesting time for her to come back to the stage, though. Like, holy pressure and to perform. And she just had a baby. Yeah. She's had a baby. She hasn't had an album. I mean, I know she's a billionaire. Wow. Got all the money in the world. But yeah, she hasn't really been out there doing anything on stage for a really long time. And she doesn't have the best history with the NFL either. Yeah. Right? Like she right. was like straight up like, no, I protest. She was a very forthcoming protester of stuff that was going on with the NFL and rightfully so. Yeah. Big fan of Colin Kaepernick R- and what he stands for. Right. Obviously. Mm-hmm. And this will mark the fourth year in a row every year since Jay-Z's Rock Nation started producing the show that a person of color has headlined. Started with Lo, Shakira, The Weeknd, then Dre, Snoop. He, they invited Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, and then now Rihanna crazy. It's going to be pretty amazing. great. Adam Levine and his wife Bethy, how are they handling things? What are they focused on? Try to tell you no, know, but my body keeps on telling you They have one focus right now, just to try to be the best parents to their children, and that is their main focus. Poor woman's also pregnant and going through this right now. I hope sense. she's taking care of herself. That is the comment
3: every celebrity couple makes. Like, the same PR people, like, just say um, you're hanging out for the kids, that yeah. you're focused on the kids. Yes, mm-hmm. Focus on the kids.
2: Well, and hopefully it's true. <laughs> like, I know it's a PR statement, but yeah. hopefully it is true. And you want to hear kind of a messed up story about Ellen DeGeneres? <laughs> oh, wow. First of all, her name is not Ellen DeGeneres, but I like that. Have we changed it, Ellen? <laughs> well, Ellen DeGeneres. Okay. All right. You remember, I saw her on stage a few, year ago, a few years ago for that conversation with Ellen, and I came back to you. What did I say? Something wasn't right about yeah, that. Yeah. You chick.
3: were like, I don't know why I paid so much money for that. That was weird.
2: Yeah. And I just wasn't into it. I'm yeah. like,
3: her energy is weird.
2: I don't like her anymore. Yeah. And it everybody changed you. Everybody thought, oh my gosh, what is New York saying? Then two years later, all these stories start coming out about Ellen. And now, I don't know if you remember, there's this former protege of Ellen DeGeneres who's now slamming her as selfish and manipulative. Grayson Chance, he first appeared on Ellen's show when he went viral. Uh, He was 12 years old. He was sitting at a piano and singing a Lady Gaga song. I remember. And he went viral because he was so amazing. Ellen brought him onto the show and then she got him... A, she pretty much co-created a record label and signed Grayson as her first act. Oh. Okay? He says that she was so domineering, she was so controlling, he was just under her and he's never met anyone who is so self-centered and blatantly opportunist, opportunistic... Oppor, oppor- uh, opportunistic? Yes. Uh, <laughs> you said it right. Yeah. You said it right. Yeah, then her. Wow. See, she would berate people yell at stylists, and just be so harsh with everyone and degrade people left right and center all in front of him and he was only 12 years old how did she fool us for so long i don't know He's said every year they be like who do you want as your celebrity neighbor ellen yeah every time yes he's like he's never met anyone so horrible in his life wow my ellen god come on this is another side that we're hearing about. It's so sad to hear, isn't it? It sucks to hear when someone is not who you think they are. Because I liked her. And pretended to be. You
3: clearly. know what it was? It was when she stopped dancing. The dance. When we should have known. As soon as she
2: stopped dancing. We knew something was it wrong. It all went downhill. I'm near and that's the biz. Brought to you by Vancouver Young Actors School. Now in two locations near Science World and Port Coquitlam. Act now. Visit VancouverYoungActorSchool.com.
0: Holly and Nira. Virgin.
2: We have another
3: side effect of the hybrid work environment. People who have worked from home, like people who did work from home for like two years straight and have had to come back to the office, are complaining about a new side effect. This one is called post pandemic feet. I'm sorry, what? Post pandemic feet. People who had to work from home, Nira, you don't understand. They have to wear shoes again. (laughs) That's too much. Right. Right, right, right. Okay, 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 okay. They have to wear shoes for long periods of time. They have to stand. They have Mm. to walk from their car Mm -hmm. to their office. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is real. This is like I'm being a brat, but this is something that people are actually complaining about post-pandemic feet to the point where people are getting custom shoes made, writing them off, foot rubs, writing them off. They're being forced to come back into the office. They have post-pandemic feet. Their feet are very, very sore.
2: And their their work is being punished. Let me just try to understand this. When people, <laughs> yeah. the people who are complaining about post-pandemic feet, does yeah. that mean they never, they didn't walk during the pandemic? That's correct. They were in slippers. Yeah, but- they never walked. They didn't go outside of their home? I guess They've not for eight hours a day. Oh, okay. Yes. Hey, weren't uh, slippers, like outdoor slippers, a thing? But they were actually indoor slippers, but we turned them into outdoor slippers, became a thing yeah. for a long time. I think
3: we tried to get them, the North Face ones, right?
2: Yeah. Those puffy slippers, But the then, camping slippers? No, 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 just regular slippers. Oh. Like just those, like the, the whatever, those, yeah, the, yeah. like the new some things. I don't know, whatever they are. The fuzzy, but the sheep... Things. yes yeah 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 so yeah. those those uh were because the people started wearing those out mm-hmm. so just tell these people wear your slippers go to work in your no, slippers no no you got to work this in a different angle nira huh.
3: okay we've had to be in the office during everything we've yeah. never, we never we took we tried to work from home once in a while it was an absolute gong show yeah, once stuff. a week it didn't it really did, work. yeah yeah so anyway we've been here so we have um very little um what tolerance, tolerance. Empathy, patience, whatever. For anyone who's just coming back in and complaining, they're like, "Do you guys know how much gas is?" We're like, "Yes, yes, we've been doing it we've the been entire doing time it forever." But like parking, yeah. Oh my gosh, commute. But here's what I'm wondering: Can we like buy some new shoes and like write them off? Okay. I'm like, I have post pandemic feet. I need Doc Martins. Right. I need. Uh, right, right, right. Okay. You, I mean, you could go for it. What are those shoes with the red bottom? The Louboutins. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I need, need those. those for
2: work.
0: You might for radio. <laughs> yeah, Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio.
2: Can you call this a breakup? Officially, is this a breakup? Breaking up with someone that you've never met, but you met them online, and then you break up online. Apparently, it can be very devastating, very hardcore, very... I went to the Michael Rappaport show last week, okay, New West. Jealous. It was so good. And there was something hilarious he brought up about his children. He said his son, son maybe I think is like 19 years old or something, was all moping, moping around the house. He looks at his kid and he's like, what's wrong? What's wrong with you? He's like, oh, me and Trish just broke up. And Michael Rappaport's like, Trish, was, Trish, did I ever meet Trish? Like, when did you, did you ever bring her home? Like, how many dates have you guys been? And he's like, oh, I never met Trish. <laughs> and Michael Rappaport's like, okay, say what? <laughs> what are you? Mm. He's like, well, we were going out online. <laughs> and he's like, right. excuse me? He's like, we were in a relationship, dad. Michael Rappaport, dad, we're, we're in a relationship, okay? We were on an, we we're in an online relationship and she just broke up with me. I'm really sad. I, this is really hard on me. And I was wondering, just like Michael Rappaport, is this a breakup? Was that a relationship? Does what the huh? Nira, you are. I just want to
3: say these are Nira's original thoughts. I, Holly, have nothing to do with this. What? I'm surprised the phone lines aren't blowing up right now. Why? Because, Nira, people have like serious long term relationships with people online that they've never met that mean like it's like real. Do they
0: really? Oh, okay. I, (laughs) I have a friend who married a girl. The, the, Has oh, the, he met first, her?
3: The
2: first time he met her was at the wedding. First no. Time met, I'm, I'm not joking one no. bit. First time he met her was at oh, the wedding. That's messed that exists. up, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you. you want to admit that that's your friend. <laughs> that is, well, I know him. Yeah, that is guy. messed up. I'm telling you, this that's is That's the first thing. time you met is at your wedding? Mm. Okay, I, I'm sorry. That blows my mind. Yes. We have a very uh, heavy what? online dater in the room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, not that heavy. Come on. <laughs>
2: On, he Darren. talks to real people too. Okay, Darren, you, you, you're in it. You do this online dating.
0: Yeah. So you do end up talking to people that there's a chance you will never meet them, <laughs> which is often the case for me. But <laughs> I, I think, I think uh, for me, it's a little bit strange to be going out with someone or to marry someone that you've never met.
2: Okay, how long have you gone? Like, where would you know where you're like? Okay, no, we finally got to meet. Like, how long have you been able to keep it going online and thinking something's going on during the pandemic? Pandemic, honestly,
0: probably talking to people for like six months oh, before
2: meeting them. Wow, oh, wow. I'm
3: telling you, Nero. Okay, well, no,
0: hang on. But this wasn't. We're this. We're not in a relationship or anything.
3: This is uh, just are you? texting? Okay, no. you're not. You never said like my girlfriend. No, my. And I'm not making fun of no. you again. You are stop <laughs> laughing. I'm telling you, people are gonna. Stop I'm saying, not walking to your car with you. my name. Okay, sorry. Stop saying my name. <laughs> Whatever your name is. I'm not here. <laughs> no one's here. No We're one done. one's here. <laughs>
0: Goodbye.
3: Holly and Neera.
0: Holly and Neera.
3: Virgin Radio. What's your comfort show? The show that when you watch, it just feels like it's like a warm hug. It's like a safe place. It's your comfort show. A list of the most popular comfort shows is out. Oh, really? And all the... I mean, most of the ones I assumed... We're on the list. We're on the list. Friends. Oh, yeah, of course. The Office. Yeah, yeah. Modern Family. Brooklyn 99. Brooklyn 99. This one kind of got me fresh. Prince of Bel Air. Oh, it made a giant resurgence. Yeah. Golden Girls. Aww. Classic. The They're so cute. That is a great comfort show. On um, the Great British Bake Off. Very popular as a comfort show. All right. And then uh, the show I'm, I don't know why it's had a resurgence for me and I can't stop watching again. Shits Creek?
2: I just watched that though a year ago.
3: I only like it till David gets a boyfriend, then I
2: stop watching. Yeah, I do I loved that show. I don't know, I just like I just say I'm into it. Yeah, I know it's great. And the uh, oh, they're so they're so great. They're such good actors, they all are. of them. It's oh such my a good gosh, yeah. Until the boyfriend comes and ruins the whole show. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm being honest. We know you hate love. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But what is your comfort show? Uh, I always end up going back to this show, and I'm never disappointed. It is the classic Sex and the City. Mm. It just the nostalgia, the memories. I just remember every aspect of my life in all the stages that I rewatched this show because I've wa- re I watched it when it first came out yeah. live. used to record it on a VHS (laughs) back in the day wow (laughs) you know (laughs) and then you know watching it through all these years there's just Mm. something about it I feel like I feel like we're all friends notice you didn't say the movies no, not the movie. Trag. It, it's the original. It's got to be the original Sex in mm-hmm, the City. Mm-hmm. Those seasons. That's where I. Oh, I. I feel so connected to those episodes. It's interesting that that brings you comfort because there's like cheating, scandal, yeah, issues in the bedroom, all of it. But just it's real life. It's just and it's so good, <laughs> and it brings me comfort because, like I said, I watched it from such a young age. I was so young when the show first came out, right? To then watching it as you progress, right? I love that you're like, it's real life. No. You
3: know what I she mean. She could never have a... It's like <laughs> any show that ever took place in New York, it's like she could never
2: have afforded that apartment. No, she was rent controlled. Yeah. She, she had one of the only last few mm. left is rent control. Right, okay. Well, okay, well, what's your comfort show besides that's it? Just Shits Creek?
3: Right now, I'm really into Shits Creek, yeah. I feel like you just My brain can only it. handle one at a time. Hmm.
2: Okay, well, the other one that I watch, um, I watch it because... I'm in that mode where I I don't know how long I ever have to sit down. Sometimes I love that there's a disclaimer. Well, I'm just saying. Uh Uh-huh. A show that I can easily put on pause and not feel bad about. Don't say it. No,
3: (laughs) you're the only person that's ever watched this show. I am not. I swear. This show lasted apparently
2: 15 seasons, (laughs) okay? I don't believe it. And I'm right now obsessed (laughs) with the Winchester brothers. (laughs) Sam and Dean Winchester from Supernatural. Okay, can't. The only thing I know about Supernatural is that it was filmed here. Yeah, it's all in Vancouver. in Vancouver. All of it. Yeah. Super cool. It's about Supernatural stuff, demons, ghosts, vampires. Again, it's real life. <laughs> Holly
0: and Nira. Holly and Nira with another special guest.
2: 94.5 Virgin Radio. This Friday is the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation, and we kind of... I guess you could say we took an oath on our show, Holly and Nira, that we want to use our platform for good and to make change. And truth and reconciliation is about truth and making change and taking action. And that's why we have a very special guest on the show with us today. We're so excited to have her here.
3: You may follow her on TikTok or on Instagram at West Ali Asu is in the building.
1: Good morning, Ali. <gasps> Hello, Hadi. Hi. Thanks you so much for having me. Ali
3: Asu is the owner of West Coast. Wildflowers, as we mentioned, she owns Bear Essentials. West Coast Wildflowers, which is an Indigenous lifestyle boutique that honours and creates a safe space for Indigenous artisans and products from all over Canada. Allie was also named the Indigenous Tourism BC Ambassador for the summer. Or is it for the year,
2: or is it forever? It's for the year. Okay. I'm gracing your presence for a year. <laughs> we,
1: we appreciate it. What an honour for you. How did you feel when, when you got that role? I actually went into the meeting with Indigenous Tourism BC with a list of recommendations of who I think that that would be great voices and I didn't realize that the interview was about picking me. So they had followed me on social media and they just really loved um, the energy and the the narrative that I was trying to reteach about Indigenous women in business and Indigenous culture and language and Ali do you have an Indigenous name that you go by? I do. Um, my my late grandmother is skokomalite. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Skokomalite. Skokomalite. It is the, the rays of the sun that shines down. So oh my beautiful. God, that is beautiful.
2: When you launched West Coast Wildflowers, there was something else that you also had in mind. There is the scholarship to support First Nation, Métis, and Inuit peoples who are obtaining post-secondary education in British Columbia. Yes. What is the link for you and this level and making sure that your community has this level of education?
1: Um, education Matters. Words matter. And when I was at Langara College, um, that was the very first time I learned about residential school. So in my early 20s, it wasn't something my grandmother taught us about. It wasn't something that we talked about. I had never learned it through um, the education system mainstream that all of our children and, you know, that we go to. And so it was a really eye-opener in my 20s to have to unravel those emotions and really an opportunity to understand um, our elders, I, my aunties, my family, to really understand um, a shame. But, um, you know, places like this or, uh, you know, Indigenous Tourism BC is having a safe space to share our stories, and education can do that.
3: We're talking to Ali Asu, who's the owner of West Coast Wildflowers. I wanted to circle back to something you just mentioned. So, you, as an Indigenous woman, didn't learn about the truth of the Indigenous people in Canada until you were in your 20s? Yes. So why was it not talked about? Were your your aunties, were they protecting you? Did they they not ready to talk Uh, about it? Like, I'm just actually curious. Yeah,
1: no, I think, yeah, curiosity, this is where we can have those deeper conversations. Um, I think for my grandmother, um, I grew up, them speaking our language in our household like with my great grandmother and my grandmother and Which it, is which is what language? Um in Witsat. So okay. we're from yeah, I'm from the Wet'suwet'en First Nation. And for me it was just like a normal and beautiful thing I, I, I think it was a lot of shame. Wow. I think it was a lot of guilt that they had carried about this, you know, the history and, um, and just yeah, wanting to like you know blanket us a bit.
2: Well, they do talk a lot now. We're learning a lot about ancestral trauma. Yes, and. And perhaps that was something they didn't want to put onto you. Yeah. It, it could be like, it could be a definitely a protection mechanism, right? Because that is a lot to carry and to put forth on someone that they really want to thrive. Yeah. And to, to create a totally different path, a totally different narrative, so different than their own.
1: Right. You know, my grandmother didn't have that conversation with me. I think they didn't know how to talk mm-hmm. about that, but that's why it's important on, you know, this Friday, you know, to have those conversations with our kids and make it, um, normalized? Yeah. Is that the word? I think it's just
2: so important to know truth to know the truth because we don't want to be ignorant living in this country. We want to know- Not anymore, Nira. Yeah, no, no. (laughs) We want to know the truth. We want to embrace the truth so that we can make the change. And that's exactly what the whole goal
1: is. Uh, Is it not, Ali, for this Friday, for Truth and Reconciliation Day? It also means that you are having compassion for someone else's lived experience. Yes. Mm -hmm. While it is a shared and collective history, um, it is very sometimes hard for us to believe that someone actually endured that. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much
2: again for joining us, Ali Asu. We really look forward to hearing about you and more stuff you're doing in the community. For okay. sure. Okay,
1: Tabby Masai, Hawa, and Gala Kesla. Thank you. Holly
3: and Neera. Virgin Radio. Is it just me, or are you also offended by seasoning? Offended by seasoning? You know when you cook the food? Yes. Do you get offended when someone seasons
2: it. After you've cooked it? Yeah. Like, let's say you have me over for dinner. Mm-hmm.
3: Say I made you chicken. I feel like chicken tonight. Okay. Chicken. Like chicken tonight. We obviously sing the song. Obviously. So okay. we
2: finish sh- uh, singing along <laughs> together. The jingle's done. Okay, and then I pick up my plate right. and I, you have it at buffet style, of course, mm-hmm. and I take my plate and I go to the table and you have salt and pepper sitting at the table. Mm-hmm. And then I grab the salt and pepper and if I season the food? I'm offended. You, my friend, have no right to be offended because you are the ultimate killer of food as well, like I am. Hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. We are hot sauce queens. Right. We, like anything and everything, we douse it in hot sauce. We do. So you cannot be offended. That's why I can't get offended when someone (sighs) does that to my food because I also am... Obsessed with hot sauce all over any type of food.
3: But well, my husband John is really ticking me off lately. I will throw down like what I think is a pretty decent meal, you know, midweek mm-hmm. kind of a situation. Right, right, yeah. And I try it first. I'm like, "Okay, good, salt, pepper, perfect." Here mm, you go, mm, honey. Mm, first mm. thing he does, salt and pepper. I'm like, "Try, come
2: on, man." You know, you have to give him a little bit of a break because everyone's palates are different.
3: Oh, <sighs> I knew you were going to say that. No, my seriously. tongue
2: is not your tongue. No, we're we we definitely do not have the same tongues. Mm. We do not. We don't speak. Same, we don't speak tongue. the same tongue. One language we do. We use our tongues very differently. <laughs> different purposes. Wow. Uh, and yeah, I had to let that go a long time ago. I'm not a very salt. I don't like too much salt on my food. Yeah, me neither. At all. Exactly. So because we don't like too much salt on our food, we cook that way. Yes. When my parents come over for dinner, you should see like, they want the entire box of salt. Oh, really? And they're like, what? Like, oh my God. <laughs> because they like that salty flavor. And there are some, is your, your husband's English, right? Like English background? British. Don't they, they actually are really big on salt and pepper. No, he grew up with no salt or pepper. But aren't they because their food is so bland? So don't they start increasing? Because they're not big on spices. No. They're more about the salt and pepper though, aren't they? Mm,
3: No, he didn't grow up that way. He grew grew up with no salt or pepper. Everything was just plain. but, But they don't also have spices. No, they love butter. Salted or unsalted? <laughs> Great question.
2: <laughs> I need to know. Great question.
0: Holly and Neera. Holly and Nira. Virgin.
2: Do you want advice on how to rev up your relationship? Ew, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> okay. Just listen for a second. You know how we have to really kind of read a lot of stuff for this show? We try and do, I don't know, research. Yeah. And over and over again, in all these years, there's one thing you always hear, and I'm going to have to now vouch for it. They say, have an experience together. Couples, if you've been together for a very long time, have an experience together. And that is what I did this weekend with my husband, Gary. <laughs> Stop it! I shut up and drive yeah. <laughs> Do I want to hear this? Yes, I think you're going to want
3: to hear this. Is this about some freaky role-playing you guys did? No, but sort of. Okay.
2: Oh! Remember? (laughs) You know Scenic Rush? Yes. So Scenic Rush is that exotic supercar driving experience. We actually gave those away for Father's Day. Yes. Holly and I were so into it that we were supposed to book for our husbands. We were trying to get the same weekend and we couldn't figure out our schedule. So finally, I took my husband Gary... And we did the Scenic Rush experience on the Sea to Sky Highway. He finally got his Father's Day present. And I just thought, like, we're just going to take these beautiful sports luxury cars and just go for, like, a scenic drive along the coast. (laughs) I did not know that you really try and, like, enjoy their engine. (laughs) Well, yeah! Dude! Okay. So I... It was an experience. It was a super-duper... My husband, I... He was so happy. He was so excited. He had the time of his life.
3: I'm so glad he did it right.
2: He did it right.
3: Because there's nothing more frustrating. Even in the city, when I see a super nice car, I'm like, how dare you go slow? What do you,
2: what do you mean? They're all oh, fast. Those. You have a Ferrari. You got a Lambo. Get yes. it. Speaking of which, I drove a Ferrari.
3: Oh, God. I'm so, I don't. Is there video? Yes, I think there I'm is. I'm going to be stressed <laughs> out watching it. I how did. slow
2: did you go? No, I was good. How slow? Okay, I, I for me, I think I did pretty good. I I think I got to one thirty eight. Okay, I'm actually impressed. by Yeah, that. I, I I got to 138. Was it Tiptronic? Yes, was like, that okay. what you call it? Yeah. Were the there paddles? Is, there's no P for braking or parking. Like so yeah. for parking, like I had to like do it in neutral and then oh the emergency brake. It was a lot to learn. I drove the rawest like old school vehicle, nice. Ferrari. But yeah, it, it was there was something in that experience. That really excites your mind about your partner. Oh my God, I can't. I'm just oh. telling I thought you'd be so proud. And then proud. didn't you guys go up to Whistler for like a kid-free night after
0: this? Yes. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Nira.